guys, what's up? You're here with one half of your co-host, Tori, and I'm here with my husband, Jimmy Nips. Say hi, Jimmy. Oh, hello. We're here bringing you the first show to ever be produced on this property, The Silent K. So glad you joined us this week. It'll definitely be a pretty okay show. That's a pretty, pretty heavy promise, saying that we're going to be okay. I thought I could at least uh, guarantee that much. I can you guarantee that? Because we're no. 15 deep and we're not... I'm not promising shit. F- 15 deep in shows. I was like, 15 deep in what? In I was, shows. I, I didn't get 15. that until I started talking. So. This is our quinceanera. Oh, what's special. Yeah, I'm wearing my pretty frilly dress right now. It's true. It is, and I feel fantastic. I've got my tiara. You look fantastic. I've got the monkey bread. I'm I'm ready. I'm proud of you. I'm really happy. You know, I made it 15 years. This is great. 15 years ago, what was I doing right now? I was 17, about to turn 18. God, you're so old. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was probably getting ready to go to bed so I could get up and go to work the next morning. Or school. I might have already started college by now. So. 15 years ago, I was about to start middle school. What? How'd that go for you? Was it fun? It was great. Was it a great time? It was a great time. Middle school is the best. Was it better than high school? Yes. Why? More innocence. Less high school. I, don't know. I was pretty innocent in high school. I didn't really... My high school career sucked. My high school career was awesome. Good for you. I liked high school. I, I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> That's one of us. You said that all weird. <laughs> yeah. That's one of us. <laughs> I'm just going to make fun of you this whole show. Oh. Is that different than any other show? Mm, no. But, <laughs> uh, well, you wrote this show. Why don't you just jump in and start talking instead of just sitting there sipping on your drink? I don't know what to say between here and the good news. So we could just jump to the good news. What do you mean you don't know what to say? Like, is this your first podcast? Why is there a can inside that candle? (laughs) I couldn't find another spot. You throw it away. That's what you... I didn't get up. Clearly. Obviously. What? (sighs) We're cutting to the good news. The good news! All right, well... Let's jump in. Do you want to do the good news? I'll do the good news. Okay, good so news. this week we went out of our way and found a story that was good news because any news you find anywhere else is bad. So this week I bring to you an awesome story about a great dedicated grandson. So one 74-year-old grandmother who was taken out of school at 8 years old as a... She was taken out of school at 8 years old and as a result she never learned to read or write. And uh, she always managed well enough, but she loved her friends and family and wasn't able to manage her contact book very well. So, her grandson, Pedro Ortega, starting at 11 years old, started doodling small illustrations to correspond to his grandmother's contact phone numbers. Pedro was definitely invited to my quinceañera. Heck yeah! Anyway, uh, by doing that, she could identify the number based on the drawing as opposed to trying to figure out what the name said. Um, So he started that when he was 11. Today he is 31 years old and he still sits down to help her and to update the address book every time he visits home and it's become a special time for the two of them. And I think this is super awesome because, well, you know how close I am with my grandmother yeah, and I would totally do this for her. What I think would be cool is if if she was in a smartphone instead of, uh, you could put the name in there. But put emojis in there, too. Be like, oh, this is a catty girl. So you put, like, a cat on there, like, a thumbs down if you don't actually want to talk to the person. 
all kinds of stuff. You have a goat I next mean, to your I name guess, in mine, so I mean. I guess you could do that. Emojis is the, Emojis. Is the next way to go. But there was actually, I wish that I could share the pictures, um, but, you know, it's a podcast, so I can't. But there I was, mean, like, there, We have Twitter. We've got Instagram. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll share some of that later. But there was, like, some pictures of these drawings that he did, and it says, like, doodles. They're actually, like, really great drawings. Huh. Like, he had put the hospital's phone number in there, and there is a full-scale drawing of a hospital. Like, it's really great. That's so, pretty cool. So, I mean, he put a lot of time into it, and it's just become this bonding thing for them. And I think that's awesome because, you know, family. Yeah. I miss my gram. <laughs> I miss her, too. Probably more than you. No way. I called her today, and we only talked for, like, an hour. It's because your grandma is your best friend. It's true. <laughs> anyway, do you have any good news, Jen? Good news for me. Um, let's see. I got some really hot, hot sauce. And it's uh, it's fun. That's a video you can see. It's uploading it to YouTube be, while we're speaking. Yes. By the time you hear this, you'll be able to watch that video. Yeah, it will be shared on his personal um, social media, and I'll also be sharing it from our Silent K handles. Yeah, we'll probably post it on the uh, on, um, on the so Twitter. Fun whatnot, story: so. We met um, years ago. We worked at the same company. He was the head of social media, and I worked the social media team. And uh, that's how we're working uh, our podcast now. He does nothing, and I handle social media. So, if any of you interact with us on Twitter, it's me, guys. It's not me. all. It's, sometimes it's me. It's not. It is sometimes. Sometimes no, I'll throw stuff anymore. up. I liked a few tweets today that you wow. didn't even get to. So I'm proud of you. I I do handle a lot of the Twitter. Uh, you 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 know what? You handle Twitter. I do the other ones though. You're right. Like, I'm, I'm not I'm good more at active Instagram. on Instagram. I'm not an Instagram person. So. But. I mean, we're just sitting on your butt all day with the baby. I would hope you're right. With your I phone do nothing in your hand, you just day. at least to do some tweeting. Yeah, that's it. I just sit around on Twitter, eating bonbons. Eating bonbons. And that's all you do all day. Yep, that's it. Um, but no, I got the uh, <laughs> really super hot hot sauce. So we made a video of that. So that was f- inflaming, and it actually tastes pretty good. But you, it's hard to get past the flavor now, or the heat for the flavor. Really love hot sauce in this house. We do. Um, we cook with ghost pepper. We like it. I will not try this hot sauce. Um, it's outside of my realm of wanting to suffer. So it wasn't that bad. Eh. I only sweated and cried and you were crying farted for a and while. shitted a lot. Ugh. Yuck. So, I can already tell tomorrow my stomach's gonna be funk city i believe it. it's gonna be in a real bad way let's not but that's good news it. to me i i love it I, I get like this stupid endorphin rush from from finishing the hot sauce like once i've survived it it's like hell well, yeah. hot sauce does kill a lot of people so no i mean i just like Stronger. you when you're in the middle of like <laughs> that heat that heated battle like you feel like that heated battle you know what mock me i'm gonna put some in your beer and you're gonna see. Do you want to see that? No. No. Go get the baby, please. All right, ladies. She's gone to get the baby, and it's just you and Jimmy Nips again. Nobody ever tweets me when I say that. I'm always hoping that like some pretty ladies will tweet me, but it's always just like Doug or Justin. And you know what? They're prettier in my heart than any lady could ever be. That's Back to you, Tori. All you do is talk about your poop, Jim. Anyway. There's probably some girl out there that's cool with that. My good news this week is that I've lost 17 and a half pounds. Congrats. Thanks. This week alone. <laughs> yeah, this week alone. She misplaced no, the baby. That's where that 17 pounds went. Wow. It's been four months, but I'm I'm feeling good about myself. 
Anyway, next up is our poll of the week results. Poll of the week? We're just done with good news? We're done with that. We've moved on. What about our listeners' good news? Oh, see, you changed around my stuff here. Yeah, it's because I didn't read your script. She wrote this one I today. I wrote this, so. and you changed it right before we started, so I got confused. Okay, from our listeners. Uh, hashtag YGK started a podcast. Good news. Indeed. Other good news. Steve is about to celebrate his ninth wedding anniversary. You know, I was Happy regretted. anniversary, Steve and Crystal. Happy anniversary, Steve and Crystal. I, just, I always regretted that I wasn't able to come down for his wedding. That that was right around the time that it was right as I ended my career with pool tables and started with GameStop and, and I wasn't able to come back. And I, I've always regretted that. So Bummer. It was. Maybe if they ever renew their vowels, I'll... Vowels? Vowels? Maybe their consonants even. But I'll uh, maybe I can attend that. <laughs> so, all right. Now let's jump in. Now let's go to the poll of the week. The results of the poll last of the week. Last week. Last week, we, we, you know, four days ago. Yeah, it was last week. <laughs> we put this Calendar out last week. Calendar week starts on Sunday. True. So last week we asked uh, if anyone out there had ever had a crush on anyone taboo, yeah. uh, whether it was a significant other's friend or... The friend, friend of a significant other, whatever boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, so we got the results. Sixty-two percent of you have had crushes on people you shouldn't have. So uh, I hope it turned out well for you guys. Yeah, sixty-two percent said yes. So I mean, and we had we had a YGK gave us a couple explanations on yeah, there. Yeah. So nobody else tweeted us and explained themselves. Guys, be like YGK. Yeah, be tell thorough. Us, tweet tell us about, tweet your about life. it. Let we us know what's hear. going on. Spill some tea. We want to hear it. Come on. We won't even we don't even have to use your name. You can DM us your stuff. And yeah. we will I figure tell the if world. if they're publicly tweeting it, they're fine with us saying their name. Um if, if you, you don't DM want us, then drop it in DMs. It yeah. is totally going to stay confidential. But uh Jim, I got a question for you. What is your question, my dear? It is our first question of the show. Okay. What is the first dream or nightmare you remember? And this one comes from our Patreon, Justin. Ah, Patreon. So we are whores and you can buy our You can buy our question spots. Yes. So uh, first dream or nightmare that I remember. Um, I don't know that it was a very specific dream, but I used to, when I was like four or five years old, see, I was raised... Uh, Baptist, so I went to church every Sunday, and you know, Hellfire and Brimstone, all of that, and I don't know. Every single night, I would have this like, crazy fear, and I, I still sort of have this to this day, it's different things though, but I would get cold, and every time I get cold when I'm sleeping, I'll have a nightmare that wakes me up. It's I still true. have this. I tuck him in every night. And I dreamt that every night, the devil was trying to get me, and like, kill me and it was weird because sometimes i'd be laying in bed and i'd have the blanket on me and i could feel my bed shaking and i still don't know what it was i don't know if maybe that was ghosts i felt like or, i had ghost experiences in that house but i don't know you were shaking with fear i wasn't afraid i wasn't afraid you until were shivering i i wasn't even cold like you've you've been to my aunt's house you think that woman has ever let that house any house she's ever been in get cold no i mean unless you consider like 98 degrees cold yeah, so no, I was never cold <laughs> more than, you know, being asleep and being outside the covers. Being under the covers and laying there, I would feel the bed shake, and I would always feel like something was trying to grab me, and I always felt that, like, really uneasy feeling while we lived there. But I, I think that kind of bled into, a, into my dreams, 
at, at you know four and five. Those are the earliest dream slash nightmares I can remember was that like the devil was like trying to pull me under the bed. That sounds awful. Typical, you know, childhood fears um, of the monster under the bed, but for me, I have two dreams that pop into my head. So when I was little, uh, from as early as I remember until I was like five or six, we lived in this trailer. And for me, one of my earliest memories, I, I was still in a crib or for whatever reason, I dreamed I was in a crib. But in that dream, I was standing up in a crib looking over it and there was an evil toy train. And I remember just feeling super terrified, which is funny because in that dream, I remember that the train was on a track. It couldn't have so gotten it couldn't to, even get you. It couldn't even get to me. But it was a scary train, and I was terrified. And the other one that I remember, my dad was watching some movie, and there was quicksand, and I had a terrifying nightmare that I was, like, trying to push quicksand out of my face Yo, as, as I was, um, you know, drowning in it. As a child, I was terrified of quicksand. Right? And I... I feel like that's actually, like, a thing from those of us, like, in the last... 20 years or so like we used to be afraid of it but i feel like prue has never even heard well that's because looney tunes and, and yeah, things that's like probably that there was more it quicksand it's, just, it's a different type of show that kids watch now yeah they don't really do adventures do you remember or any good dreams like from when you were a kid because i don't yeah yeah really? i remember i do i remember you know what the first good dream that i had i i very vividly remember this i was probably still about five years old and when i was a little kid I was super into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that was my thing when I was a very small child. And I remember I had a poster on the wall. You know, it's like 1991, 92. The movies had just come out. 91 wasn't. You were still a little swimmer back then. But <laughs> the I dreamt that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came walking down the road in front of my house. And this isn't some like city street or... Some incorporated place where it would make sense to be walking down the street. It was a rural country road. And I just, I dreamt that the turtles were, were walking down the street. And they wanted me to come hang out with them. And I like, was like walking in the middle, like all five of us just chilling and walking down the road. Honestly, that sounds pretty cool so now. So that was at like five or six. So that is the first really good dream that I remember. I want to cut you off real quick to let everyone know that that weird growl sound is actually our infant daughter smiling That at is me. her. She is giggling. Um, She's very happy right now. When our baby laughs or smiles, she actually sounds really upset. When she giggles, it sounds like she's crying, and when she smiles at you, she growls. So, just so you know, if you hear that, that's that's her. Lenny that says hi. Um, are you ready to move on to Q2, Jim? Let's jump into question number two. All right. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> do I believe? As I just said, actually, pertaining to the last question... Uh, Yes, I do believe in ghosts, and here's why. You know, I, I consider myself an educated person. I feel like I'm rational and scientific. Um, I'm pretty level-headed. I'm not, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm not a stupid person. But I, I do, I believe in ghosts. Like, I think that's like a weird thing that stands out about me. Like but ghosts specifically, paranormal stuff, paranormal like activity, as a general statement, like or like... I'm gonna. I don't know. See, it's see. That's where you dig in deeper because you can't just go like angels and demons and stuff. No, I don't believe in, in. I don't believe in angels. You know, being atheist and all that. I don't believe in Christian mythologies like those. I'm not. I'm not into that. I. I believe 
there are probably what's what's the word for it almost like demonic what's what's a word for demonic? malevolent spirits like things that do intend to cause harm and mischief and and things like that but then there are also the i i could do a whole episode on freaking ghosts like in the different ghosts. kinds of of hauntings like there's residual hauntings and then there are the, the active ones. See, okay, so for me, a residual haunting is like where the, the spirit just keeps doing the thing they were doing. Like, yes, that's okay, what it, it's not. So that's, it's not intelligent. So it's a residual haunting is like hitting, uh, say you're going into iTunes and you hit repeat one and it just repeats the track forever. That's a residual haunting. It's just energy that's done something so many okay, times in so its life, and it just keeps back to that. I would say for me, I'm more of a skeptic. Um, I would probably believe if I had to say, like, if there's something I definitely believed in, like probably a residual haunting, because I think that makes what she's agreeing with you. I would say that probably makes most sense to me. Um, but like, I don't think that as opposed to an intelligent spirit, right? I don't, I don't really think that's happening as much. Um, one, one, one school of thought on the residual hauntings, by the way, is that you see it in like the the let's say you go into an old eighteen hundreds church or something, and and that's where you see oh, there's always this spirit, and we come in and it's there. One thought is that everything kind of plays off of electromagnetic, mag, electromagnetic, magnet, whatever. E magnetics? EMFs. Yeah, electromagnetics. <laughs> Magnetism. Words are hard. Yeah, I can't think of the words I want to say, but it's like it, it plays off of that. So you you go in and like, you know, the human body has a charge to it and there are all these like metal, iron nails and all that. And you kind of give a charge to it, which that metal gives more more amplification to so it the, causes it to happen yeah so it, it like amplifies it like it's still kind of going there it's the residual like it's just something that's there it doesn't know you're there it can't do anything it's just Dude, it's just hitting a replay makes me think of what that movie we watched a ghost story yeah yeah that was really good so that was a really i'm good gonna movie. make some <clears throat> social media posts about that later because i do want to talk about that but not on the show yeah um but i mean i don't like disbelieve in in ghosts but i'm not like some super believer like i don't know i'm i don't care enough about it to to say one way or another like probably there's some sort of paranormal stuff happening because there's no way as humans we can understand or see everything and that's the one thing i think um, of too like you can be neil degrasse tyson and all this but there's stuff we don't understand and it's like yeah there's stuff that and you know you can you can it's, it's say there's say. an explanation for everything. It's the same thing that people who do believe in whatever religion they believe in. It's their faith in that. I have faith in ghosts. Yeah, that's and I me. think that's just me that's as a person like who like kind of doesn't believe in most things. I can't tangibly prove. That's probably why I'm more a skeptic. But I would say I'm probably like eh, maybe about ghosts. See, for me. On my why or why not part of that, I, I've i experienced it since I was a little kid. I remember my lights would just come on in the middle of the night. You know, again, this is 1990. We don't have our smart GE light bulbs like right now. You would have to flip the switch. You know, I've had that happen many times. Um, I had, I'm pretty sure when my grandmother died that she came back to visit me because she would always come check on me in the middle of the night with storms. And she would just be walking up the hall. She would always open my bedroom door, look in, make sure I was sleeping or breathing. You know how that goes. Yep. And uh, 
then she would leave. And one night, she had, it was about a month after she had died, and I, it was, I had gotten off work about 4 o'clock in the morning, and I came home, and it was storming outside. And, you know, I'm in bed. Nobody else in the house is up. And I hear, you know how you can hear people walking down the hall and you know who it is based on the sound of their feet? Yeah. Like three, four people in a house, you can tell which person that is. Right, and if it sounds like a stampede, it's definitely Delilah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's here. But there, she had this slow shuffle. And I heard this shuffling going down the hallway and my bedroom door, it wasn't latched. It was just like pulled to. The door open, I can hear it squeak. And I remember, I just said out loud, I was like, I'm okay. And the door closed back. And That's I remember, so creepy. I, and you know what? I, I didn't feel creepy. But because I felt like that was that my memo. That could memoir. be a residual haunting too. It very well could be. You know, she did that hundreds and hundreds of times throughout the time that we lived there. So it could very well just have been her energy coming back there to do that. I don't know. It's not something I can prove, and it never happened to me again, but it was something that happened to me that once while I was still awake. It's like a sweet story, though. That one is. I mean, I, like, if you're talking I, about hauntings, like, I feel like haunting has, like, this I've real never, negative connotation. Yes, and saying and I don't, ghosts it just sounds it very... It just sounds, like, creepy, like, yeah. I don't know. It's... Some people believe in, like, the guardian angel thing, where it's, like, a loved one. There's so many concepts... It's it's really hard to get into. If anybody wants to DM me and and talk about this, I am down Maybe for some paranormal chats. Maybe we should do uh, for our Patreon, Patreon subscribers. Patreon listeners get a, a special paranormal do, episode because I feel like you and I, even just on this question alone, could really delve a lot deeper into I could, this. I could talk. I've I've felt um, I've been had multiple multiple experiences. Yeah, I mean, let's. I've had it. them in this house. I had one the other day where I watched an orb. Go from the kitchen to the living room. I think and you should get your eyes checked because I'm here all the time and I never nope, see that. Nope, I um, <laughs> it like circled Delilah and then like went around and then it like went through me and it was gone. Huh. This was really weird. I've I keep a note of all the weird experiences that oh, I, I would have like here. to see that. I'm not gonna show it to you. Why? Because I don't feel like you believe me. I said that I don't believe you. It's like just I'm that not I judging. I'm not judging you. I would be curious to read it. I, like I'm not. I don't know. I feel like I'm more open to things, and so they kind of reveal themselves more to me, maybe. I don't I know. I know, because I'm not like Maybe you see things. what you want to see, too. Who knows? It's hard to say. It is hard to say. Because you know, I, I feel like, it, like there's a difference between like, being open and being like, I want to see ghosts. And you want to see ghosts. I don't necessarily You've gone want on to see a ghosts. I just do. Hunts, or, I don't know. Those are the places that I want. Be, we're gonna put, when you go on the ghost hunts, you want to see ghosts. Those are the ones when you don't see the ghosts. I'm going to put a bookmark in this, and we're going to do like a special where we just talk. Like People, send us your paranormal questions, because we're going to do a special episode about this. Because yeah, apparently, we have a lot to say, but we have other questions to get to. <laughs> we do. We need to so jump into the send audience. us your paranormal questions, and we will do a special episode. Maybe we'll release it uh, for October. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. we, we are going to need some... Some special stuff. We'll talk about that at the end of the show, but we yeah, are going to need some themed some questions here soon. Up. But, um, so I guess our poll of the week should be, do you uh, believe in ghosts? Yeah, do you believe in uh, ghosts? Yes, yes no, no, skeptic? Or are you like me? Like, maybe. It's maybe. It maybe be. there's ghosts. I, I can't I don't prove know. it either way. And what I want is, you know, follow your girl Kristen's moves last week and tweet me. Tell me about it. Tell, tell Explain, us why. Show your work. Explain you know? yourself. 
So, so talk about why you do, why you don't. If you've got, if you've had experiences, I want to hear about them. I love it. I'll talk about mine. We'll talk about yours. It's it's great. So yeah, that that's a good poll of the week. Good, perfect. Good plan. I'm awesome. You know what's awesome? It's question number three. Which comes to us from our other Patreon. Other Patreon. Uh, hey Doug. Hey. Why are you talking to him like that? Why you could just say this next one's from Doug? Why you gotta be like that? What? Anyway, question number three. <clears throat> side eye. <laughs> How has the current divisive political landscape caused you to feel differently about some of your friends? Um, well... You know, I did a thing the other day where I saw... It was a it was an ad on Facebook uh, for the Donald J. Trump page, and I hovered over it to see how many of my friends like Donald Trump. And it was about 15. 15 people on my friends list that like the Donald Trump page on Facebook. And that and there were a couple of surprising ones. There were a couple that I didn't know anything about, but I just that people who like the page might not realize you can just follow it cuz I follow the Donald J Trump thing because I do want to know what our president no. is saying. No, see, but... I looked at who it was. They're not they're not doing it like you where they're staying abreast. They're doing it because they love Donald Trump, which there is no excuse for. Gross. Yeah. You can be um, a Republican, you know, I'll give say... you that. You don't have to like Hillary. You don't have to like Donald Trump and still affiliate be, with your political you party. Can be a, you can be a Republican <laughs> and not support Trump. And, absolutely. I understand um, why conservatives feel the way they do on a lot of topics. Absolutely. I understand why liberals feel the we way that they do on a lot on of things. topics. Exactly. You, there is nobody in the world that should like Donald Trump. His own wife doesn't even like Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, you should not like him. That's just... <sighs> just stop it. Stop. Um, but for me, I think I'm, I mean, in my personal life, there's only some family members who I've gotten to dispatch with about politics. And I mean, like, obviously, like most people know, me and my dad get into it on Facebook frequently. Not as much since Lenny was born, because I just don't have time for it. Question, though. Is, is Brendan still blocked by your dad? My dad has a pretty big block list of pretty my extensive. friends. Yeah. I'm sad because Brendan is one of the few people that I like to watch argue. Like, normally I see She's, arguments on yeah. Facebook, and I'm like, oh my god, you people are like, Nobody knows anything about anything, but Brendan has oh spent god. the time. They and, are my yeah, favorite things. He's great. Oh. Um, because not only is he smart, but he also will put someone in their place. Mm-hmm. But, um, for me... Without swearing or name It has caused too. me to feel differently about some people. Um, it's, it's hard to... I, I heard this quote once um, that it's, like, hard to continue loving someone when they do something awful. And I wouldn't say, like, it's hard to love someone if they disagree with me politically. But sometimes when people support some really awful things, it's definitely hard to, like, stomach it. And yeah. it, it hasn't ended, like, any relationship for me. But, like, acquaintances that I was friends with on Facebook, like, if you shared a Tommy Lauren video in support of it... I probably unfriended you. At Cecilia Days. What, what did you see at Cecilia Days <laughs> oh, this past weekend? Oh, yeah. Okay, weekend? so our town has um, this little festival every year. And the Second county... Second Saturday in August. The county Republicans like to set up booth. And uh, they actually had a cardboard cutout of Hillary Clinton in a prison uniform with a sign-up that said Hillary for prison. And um, I wanted to say to them the same thing they say to Democrats. Uh, she lost. Get over it. You know, I think that uh, treason is actually a 
a, uh, an imprisonable offense. But this is, this is the thing with them is that they always have to pivot it, you know? This is a weird oh. show. We're, we're political. We're talking about ghosts. We're talking about the this devil under my bed. <laughs> I like this. Um, but We got the, a baby as a guest. I mean, it's just... I, I think that it has caused some tension, especially in my life, because you don't care as much about politics. Like, you have a feeling Most of my them, family is on the same side of yeah, it. Yeah, and like, you're not they, as abrasive as I am. Like, you're not going to fight for your feelings, and I will. Not on that, because I don't feel anything. But I don't care. Like, I mean, specifically, like, even just on the Kentucky side, you know, we have that idiot Bevan who Ugh. is trying to screw us over with that our Medicaid. And, I mean, like, look into that, people, if you're interested. I'm not going to go on for an hour about it here. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's caused me to feel differently about people. Um, and it hasn't ended any personal relationships, but there has been some tensions, um, that we've navigated, but that's, I mean, I think if I was a different kind of person, it could have ended some relationships, but I'm a pretty non-confrontational. Well, I mean, I'm confrontational, but I'm, I'm not a hateful person. Sure. So, I mean, I can have a productive conversation or even an argument with you, and it's like, it's not going to get mean. That's not who I am. Yeah, you're not going to result to... There's a difference. You can always tell when you've actually won an argument because the person will stop debating the topic and start attacking you personally. Oh, that's yeah. when you know you've won. Absolutely. That's Those the are the best. best. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's how we feel. My, my friends... I don't know that I feel any differently about them. I still just think they're... Maybe I think they're dumber than I thought they were before. Yeah. That's about it. So, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Right. How do you guys feel? Let us know. Yeah, let us know down that too. What do you want to talk about? We're, that's what we're here for. We're here to talk to you through this. You can talk to us through uh, digital means. So, All right, question number four. <clears throat> I just found your podcast, and I think it's the perfect way to get some outside perspectives. Thank you. Thank hey, you. new new listeners. New guys. listeners are always fun. We've got a lot of new friends from Twitter, and uh, we love new podcast friends. It's fantastic. Podcast friends are the best kind of friends. Yes. So it says, <laughs> I live a busy and sometimes crazy life with a great job, but lately I just feel lonely, especially when I'm around my friends and the significant other. I can't talk to anyone around me because I'm a very independent and private person, and I feel that this loneliness is just going to make me seem weak and pathetic. How can I fix me? All right, so, so they're... They don't want to be perceived okay. as being weak because they feel this way Here, when they when they have this, this nice successful thing Let me going say, on. you okay. don't you don't need to be fixed. You're not broken. Um, I probably like relate to this probably a little more than like most questions we get. Sure. Um, because I do. I mean, I have a pretty good support system in place. I have a great husband who I'm best friends with. I have some best friends with. I'd like to meet him. Someday. I have some best friends that I'm in constant communication with via my group chat. I have other people I can talk to, and I frequently feel lonely. And, of course, there is a lonely aspect to being a stay-at-home parent. I think most stay-at-home parents feel that way. But um, even so, you know, like dealing with – because I have bad anxiety. Um, and dealing with that sometimes – I mean, I've even told you sometimes, like, I'll talk to you and be like, I don't feel like I should talk to you about this. And you're like, but why? You know, because you've never been mean to me about it. You've never judged me about it. Not to your face, no. Hi. Um, but sometimes it's hard because I think what, what happens here and what what happens for me and what I think happens for um, our listener here okay. is that you spend this time thinking about this issue you have and how you want to talk to someone and you kind of spiral about it in your own head and then you think no one wants to hear about this. 
No one actually wants to help me. No one wants to be there for me. I'm always there for them. I don't need anybody. If I, if I admit that I need somebody, something's wrong with me. And it's not true. We're human and humans need people. And I, I think that there's not really a fix for you as much as a let people in. And I know that's easier said than done. I have to work on that too. But there's nothing wrong with having to lean on somebody. Like, that's why we have people. That's why we form these relationships specifically so that we have people to bond with and to help us just like we would help them. You know, I mean, if, if people are leaning on you, you have every right to lean on them too. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You know what? This is like the opposite of the flaky friends theme that we get a lot where it's they're afraid to be the flaky friend, it sounds like. Like, they don't want to be that, that person who's, you know, like, I have this, I have great friends, I have a great significant other, but I don't want to tell them that I feel all lonely and everything. It's, it's just, And you know, here's the thing, too. Loneliness, <clears throat> sorry to cut you off. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, um, but the middle of my sentence interrupted the beginning of yours. That's yeah, fine, go ahead. Yeah, I know, you should be sorry. Um, but uh, I think loneliness, the feeling itself isn't so much affected by who you're with or who you have. I think that's a very personal feeling, but because lonely, you know, it's synonymous with alone that we associate it with like, how can I feel lonely if I have these people? But that's not really what that word means. You know, like you can feel lonely because of so many things besides people. Like maybe you don't have you know, a hobby, like not, I feel like that's not the right word, but like you don't have something to be passionate about. You don't have something to look forward to and you're not really feeling lonely. Like I don't have anybody, but like, and this is like me talking personally here, but more like I don't have something, you know, cause like for me being a stay at home parent, like, of course I love my kids and I devote my life to them, but outside of my kids, it feels kind of lonely because what's left you know, so I think maybe figure out what that missing piece is, because maybe it's not your relationships, but it's something that you're missing yourself. Wow, Dr. Yeah. Phil, that was really good. Thanks, man. That was pretty deep. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even have anything else I could say to like... Here we are, Quinceanera, and I got some real advice. You do, you're dropping some knowledge. Dropping some wisdom. You're like what? What? you're like that wise Tia right here. I mean, it's odd. You're I know like, that. You're like my wise Tia. <laughs> maybe my abuelita here. And you're you're just dropping some knowledge and that's 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 pretty I got you, fam. No, that's good. I, 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 I can I can't say it better. So Cool. I, I don't it's not something that I experience, you know, really either, so I can't even speak to it. But yeah, yeah, I know. I do know that you normal uh, human. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not my fault all my chemicals are aligned. Whatever. I don't even know what that means, and they're obviously not, but still. <sighs> but, you know, that's just how it'd be sometimes. Of course. Alright, so let's jump into question number five then. Let's see how you answer this one. Alright, let's hear it. Alright, question number five. I have this family member that I'm really close to who is getting a divorce from his wife, to whom I'm also friends with. Even though the divorce seems to be painless so far, is it okay for me to still want to be friends with the soon-to-be ex-wife, or do I have to choose sides? This is a good question. As someone who has been divorced before... Hey, me too. And yeah, but mine <laughs> is a little different because 
my wife was friends with my friends and a lot of my family members. And to this day, you know, with my current Facebook profile, if I looked her up, it shows, I think, 15, 16 mutual friends, something like that. So, you know, still over a dozen, quite a few people. You guys had, like, a bad reason to break up, but it wasn't, like, a messy breakup. No, it wasn't a messy breakup at all. I mean, I think that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. For me, who did have a messy breakup, I mean, like, we're in an okay spot now, but, like, me and my ex-husband... Um, I don't think we shared any friends, but we're still both friendly with people in each other's lives. And like, I mean, you know, when we visited New York last month, we had breakfast with his family and it was totally yeah. fine. I've met his dad a couple times now myself and I, he's, he's a good dude. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I think I would say probably in most situations like it's totally fine like probably don't bring the soon-to-be ex-wife to the party with your close family member like that might be a little awkward well i mean they're going through a divorce i don't think they're like still congregating well right but what i'm saying though is like maybe before you invite them both to a party ask the family member if they're cool with it but otherwise oh keep as in like the, the you're this is the family member not the husband yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm thinking the husband so right. sorry no so what I i'm get saying what you mean. don't invite them both to the same place without maybe. without okaying it with both parties like, but otherwise hey I think, i'm going to invite johnny is that cool with you sarah sarah yeah, you exactly. going to be there yes. i i think that that if you clear that then it's fine but otherwise it's totally fine to keep the friendship just keep them separate and don't talk about the other person to the other person because that's shitty. Don't don't lead it up to it. I mean, depends. Like, if I had a... I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a family member I would even talk to in my age group. Like, what about, like, Alex and Bridget? If they broke up, where who who is it? I need you to pick one right now. I wouldn't. Well, I mean, honestly, I don't... Like, probably Bridget, because you don't really talk to I Alex I don't that talk much. to Alex, so I guess that would be more for you, because, like, you've known Alex your whole life. That would be a situation where, but if they broke up, I would still... Pick. Yeah, I would probably still end up being friends with both of them. Because their relationship problems aren't yours. No, and I'm the kind of person that if either of them wanted to talk shit about the other one to me... I'd be happy to listen. You're not going to contribute gossip. to it. No. I don't have a bad thing to say about either of them. But even if they were in that bad position where they right. did broke and they were talking, and I mean, I'd be like, them, oh, honey, tell me more. And I'm not saying oh, like them specifically, but I'm saying that's like... that's me. That's my gossip voice. Talking about this oh, girl. specific question, not yeah. about Alex and Bridget. No, I'm just saying that's, that's, that's right, where I, I know, would be. But I'm, navig- I'm putting myself in those shoes to think about oh, that. Oh, no, I know, but I'm navigating away from that so that... Anybody who listens who knows them knows that's not what I'm talking about. No, no, no. Um, so who... So but this one. For, for me, I think if someone that... If the family member came to you and gave you a legitimate reason that, like, maybe you shouldn't be friends with the ex-wife, like, hey, they were abusive towards me and it would make me feel better if we could just cut this person out, I think that would be something to consider. But without that there, if you think that, you know... Both parties are fine people, and they just weren't right together. Continue the friendship. Sure. But if you found out that the soon-to-be ex was, like, doing some real dirty shit, and it would make the person you're really close with really uncomfortable, then obviously, like, take that into consideration, too. Because, you know, they are family. It's true. There are factors. So, it's one of those things, like, you do kind of automatically side with family over the other person. I mean, I wouldn't even say that. I would say that's the (laughs) default. Well, I would say probably for most people. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. but if you don't have to choose sides, don't. I think in most grown-up situations, you wouldn't have to choose sides. No, most of the time, no. And eventually, you know what? What's going to happen in that situation is you're eventually going to fade away from talking to that person. It's just like anytime you leave a job and you still talk to your coworkers, still just as much like for the next couple weeks, and then it sort of fades off and you don't talk to them so much anymore. Yeah. And it's it's like that. I I have a few coworkers that I still text just as much as I text anybody else. Right. But then there are a few that like I never ever even talk to anymore. So yeah. No, I'm the same. It's the same way. way. You can still stay friends with that person, but it's probably unless you're like actually buddy buddies like hanging out, it's probably gonna end up fading out anyway. So yeah. it's just bite its time. I Let mean, the fire I guess burn like out. another thing about it is like don't make it about you. It's their divorce. Like you just keep doing your life the normal way and don't worry about it. Is it raining? Or am I hearing that noise machine? You were hearing the noise machine that's raining. It sounds like it's raining yes. outside. No, it's the noise machine that okay. is raining in the bedroom. I just, <laughs> it sounds like it out here. I just, sorry, I'm, I'm very easily distracted. Obviously. But no, I, th- I think we, we, uh, we glossed over that one pretty well. Yeah, I mean, we give good advice. All right, so. Um, uh, you want to ask Q6? Let's do one last question. I'll ask it because I read this one and I don't know of any for myself. I have like at least two examples yeah. here. So. All right. Are there any funny stories that your family tells about you that come to mind? See, for me, I don't know of any story. I can't think of anything that people are always like, oh, JK, when he was little, he did this. Do you know what? I have a funny story that I like to tell about you. You what? It's about Is it the pepper story? Which pepper story? The pepper and the eggplant. I could tell that story. Um, uh, we'll save that one for another time. I was <laughs> That's on the silent K after dark. The pepper and the eggplant. Uh, no. Which is the name of my new album, by the way. I was more thinking about how uh, jumpy you are as a person. Um, Which time? The mouse? The dark? The time I walked into the kitchen. And you, and you jumped and screamed and threw a cup. I could have strapped um, my croissant. <laughs> um, no, there's been multiple occasions where I have walked in on an unsuspecting Jimmy, and uh, he has lost his proverbial shit, screaming in a pitch that Prudence can't even reach, um, until so I have turned on a light to prove to him that, yes, in fact, I am still your wife, and I was here an hour ago. And I'm still here now. It's just dark, my dear. <laughs> oh, also, he's scared of mice. But, I'm not afraid of the mouse. Um, I just don't want it to touch me or be near tell me. Tell that to the girlish scream. Anyway, uh, when I was a child and teenager and now, um, <laughs> I do some pretty cringeworthy things because I'm really awkward. Yep. Um, so I would say that there's two stories from my childhood. So this question came in from my brother, and I think he asked it specifically because there's some funny stories that uh, he likes to even tell about me. Uh, number one would be the story that everyone refers to as the uh, itchy tonsils story. So one night I must have been probably eight years old, give or take, and we were on the way home. It was like Christmas Eve or Christmas, and uh, during a snowstorm... And me and my brother are bundled up in our winter coats, riding home, and it's it's a it's a hike. And my tonsils itched, so I did like any rational person would do. I reached my finger back there and scratched them, and uh, then I threw up. And I had to have the whole 
family pull over. My dad got some snow and <laughs> on the side of the road, he's like wiping my jacket down and cleaning the vomit off of me. You know, nothing cleans like that road snow. <laughs> nothing like some road snow. Nope. And we get back in the car, and then I was gagging again, and then I got in trouble and was told I was no longer allowed to scratch my tonsils. Spoiler alert, I don't have tonsils anymore, so even if they were itchy, you know, they probably well, were in an incinerator somewhere. Can't be. Um, itch. What? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? The other story, um,. So one day, my mom used to drive a four-door Jeep Wrangler, and I was an angsty, moody teen, and it was some summer day, and my mom said, let's go to, I don't know, some ice cream place or something. Did you say a summer day? Yeah, it was a summer day. Okay. That's what makes this story funnier. (laughs) So I I didn't want to go, but I was forced into going, and so as a moody teen, I put my headphones on, and I sat across the back seats and my brother and mom were in the front seat so we go over this bridge and um my mom starts shaking the wheel and says ah icy pavement we're gonna crash and her and my brother are laughing and i lowered my headphones and i said what's so funny and they said ah icy pavement we're gonna crash and i said i don't get it and my mom shakes the wheel again, and she goes, Icy pavement. We're going to crash. I don't get it. Tori, icy pavement. We're going to crash. And I said, I see pavement, too. I still don't get it. And then they laughed at me for an hour. Now, what you might not know if you're not from New York, I mean, I'm sure they have those signs around here, not as much, but uh, there's this thing where they put up these road signs that say icy pavement because when the winters get harsh... They say the, bridge freezes before the road. Right, but they will also say icy pavement. But because it was summer, I hadn't been thinking about those signs. I also, I think it was like 14 or 15, I, I wasn't... Couldn't even read. <laughs> right, of course. No, I mean, I wasn't paying attention to it, you know. So I don't know that I was used to seeing those signs and... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, not my best moment, but it's a fun story. Not your worst moment, either. Also true. So. so you, can, you can count that up there. Yeah. Funny stories about me, though. I don't... I have a million funny stories about myself. I'm not going to tell any of those. And uh, we can't tell the ghost pepper eggplant story? You know what? Tweet me about it if you want to know about it. I'll tell you, but it was... That was a bad time. It was hilarious. It, I mean, it was funny. Once I knew what was happening, it was pretty funny then. But it, for a few solid moments, I was very, very concerned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'll tell you about that if you specifically ask me about it. Otherwise, that's it. Um, yeah, no, that's a... It's a pretty solid show. I think we just dropped on them there, though. Oh, heck yeah. So, Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Um, as always, if you found us on Twitter, you already know what our Twitter handle is, but it's on Twitter and Instagram as at the Silent K Pod. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Silent K Pod, or you can search the Silent K Podcast. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash the silent K pod. I'm sensing a theme here, Jim. Yes, I keep it on brand. We didn't give any new Patreon shout outs this week because we haven't had any new ones, but that's fine. 
That's fine. We're not here to make a ton of money. Um, We're just here to support a, the platform. Uh, I have a new idea here. Whoever shares our show this week, you know, either share it on your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever. We'll see it. If you share our show, I will uh, make a real special shout out for you next week. Yeah. Oh, and you know something else we wanted to do? So everybody's dropping. We've got our unpopular opinions. We've got our just normal questions and advice and things like that. Uh... If you've got shower thoughts, and I'm, I'm not saying go on Tumblr and copy and paste those, but if you just have just like really weird things that you think of off the top of your head, your head, yeah, shoot us a tweet, drop it on the, the Google Doc and put we it in the form. We want to start a shower thoughts section. Yeah, we'll do a shower thoughts segment. I'll make up some nice funny music in the background that makes it sound like really deep, like a, like a thoughtful spring day. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it fun. Just yeah. let us know what weird things go through your head. Um, you can submit them on the Google Doc, DM us, tweet us, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we want to start a new segment, so go ahead and do that. We'll do that. We'll uh, put our, we'll put a few of our own in there because I think random stuff all day. Usually, I just life. tweet it. I usually just yeah. tweet the stupid things so, that I think of. Expect but, that new segment coming soon. So that'll be coming soon again. Well, we got the poll of the week. Do you believe in ghosts? Maybe we can talk about some ghosts if you want to DM me. That's fine. Um, what else? Anything else going on? We got anything going on coming up this week? I don't think so. I don't think so either. We got maybe some birthday parties going on. We just had the big festival in town. So I think it's just relaxing and enjoying the week. So, hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Silent K right. podcast. We love you. We do love you so Let's much. Let's put this thing to bed. Yeah, we'll catch you back here next week. We are going to put this thing, this little grunty thing, right here to bed along with the show. So we'll catch you later, guys. Bye. Bye.